0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Be merciful to me, a sinner. And I know that this is Christmas time in which this devotion has come out first here in December. And and that you may go, Pastor, be merciful to me a sinner on Christmas. Yes, absolutely, because look what it says here in Matthew chapter one, when the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph and he speaks to him And he says to to Joseph that that which is conceived in Mary, your wife, is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, which means Savior, for he will save his people from their sins. You see why? Have mercy upon me, a sinner, is a real message at this time of the year, when we see that Jesus has come to save us from our sin. The Apostle Paul in um, 1 Timothy, he says, this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved. And he says, Christ Jesus, verse 15 of chapter 1, came into the world to save sinners. Jesus came to save sinners. And we forget sometimes that we all have sinned, as it says in Romans three twenty three through 25, and fall short of the glory of God. But it's because of what Jesus has done for us in shedding His innocent blood that God can justify us freely by His grace and make us right in His sight all because of what Jesus has done. And this is the new life-given way that gives us a changed nature by which we can now enjoy fellowship with our Heavenly Father on an unbroken, unbroken, blessed, wonderful life of His Spirit. So He says... And he shall save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. The only way that we can live in communion with God is because the separation between us and God is gone. And the Bible shows clearly that that which separates us from God is sin but Christ took away our sin. It says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 5, 1 John chapter 3, verse 5, it says that Christ was made manifest or came into the world to take away our sins. Oh, would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood of Jesus oh my goodness, I'm so grateful I was raised to know this because all of us encounter sin in our life. We may not always call it that, but that is what it is. It is sin, and Jesus has come to save us from our sin. Here in Luke chapter 18, verse 30, Jesus shows how any of us can enjoy peace with God when we take responsibility for our own nature and action and attitudes and, and, and behavior, when we don't excuse ourselves by accusing somebody else, but we take responsibility, yeah, you provoked me, but what came out of me was in me. You didn't put that in me. That was in me what came out of me, and that which was in me was sin, was wrong, was evil. And here we see a man that Jesus calls, and he's, he's giving this object lesson, like a parable, like a story to show the point. He says, here's this man whom everybody in those days despised because they were defrauding people and they, they called call them tax collectors. And, and here, Jesus says, was this tax collector and, and read it with me in chapter 18 of the Gospel of Luke, verse 13, okay? And Jesus says, this tax collector is standing afar off. In other words, he had, there was no room for him among us because everybody didn't want to know him because he was such a, such a fraud, such a take advantage of other people and, and people don't like that. God doesn't like it either. He doesn't like it when we defraud other people and think that that is fun to prosper that way god hates it <laughs> i was in a store and i was i, I was handed back the cash <clears throat> this is some years ago and i looked at it and i thought that's too much and i counted it and i said you gave me 15 pounds too much he said, well, that you just prospered. I said, that is not a way I look to prosper. No, my Father in Heaven takes care of that. No, I would never want to prosper in taking advantage of you. And I handed it back to him, and he was shocked. He was shocked. But folks, we should not ever seek to prosper by, the by disadvantaging others or by not paying salaries as we ought or anything like that. The Bible has sharp things to say about these things. And the tax collector was standing afar off, Jesus said, and he would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven. He was so ashamed of himself, but beat his breast, saying, Oh God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And Jesus said, I'll tell you that this man went down to his own house justified. He went home right in God's sight. You know, David says, I think it's David in Psalm 130, if the Lord would regard iniquity, then who can stand? But there's forgiveness with God so that you so that he might be feared. He says in Psalm 32, oh, it is. One of the most amazing psalms, Psalm 32. And the Apostle Paul uses that psalm. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whom spirit there is no deceit. In other words, there's nothing in him that he has to hide from God because God has cleared his record. God has forgiven him. He said, and for this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in the time when you may be found. Surely in the flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. In other words, surely in the troubled times, the troubled times will not be able to overtake him. For the Lord is with him. You see, and this is the amazing thing about God. That there's forgiveness with him. And that we can come to him and find that forgiveness Oh, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. It is such a good thing to be able to get to that place where you can find forgiveness with God. And it is available, but you've got to sometimes really go for it because it has to do with your own heart. You see, David says here in this same Psalm 32, he says, when I kept silent, in other words, when I would not admit My sins, my bones, grew old through my groaning all day long. People call it depression, heaviness. I I, I felt heavy. My bones grew old. I felt heavy inside, down, depressed inside. I'm not saying all depression is a cause of sin, but often it's the unwillingness to... Come to God and really seek Him in prayer that that causes us to have a hard time to break loose from it. He said, Through my groaning all day long, for day and night your heaven was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer until I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I stopped hiding. My crookedness, deceitfulness, I stopped hiding it. And I said, I will confess my sins to the Lord, my transgressions. And you forgave me, the iniquity of my heart, the deceitfulness of my heart. You forgave me. Oh, my goodness, how wonderful it is to know there's forgiveness with God. There's forgiveness with God. And what a wonderful thing when you know that. You know, and I, Jesus shares in, 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 the scripture here that we should come to God while there's time to be forgiven and that we shouldn't hide it. But I had a time in my life, well I can't remember now, maybe I was maybe twenty eight or so, twenty seven. And Every day I would go on my face and say, Lord, I did it again, again got angry, or Lord, again, I had a bad attitude, or Lord, again. And I kept crying out to him, and I said, Father, I know that no matter how many times I come, you will forgive me. But how many more times do I have to come, Lord, before you transform me? And I want to say to you, don't stop coming keep coming keep coming keep humbling your heart i guarantee you that the lord will work the transformation i said lord how many more times do i have to apologize for this before i stop stumbling in this way and the lord brought me through it and praise god those things are dealt with peter said to jesus um, he says oh It's in a different part of the scripture than I thought it was. It's in Matthew 18 is what I was looking for. Peter says, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. And he said, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. In other words and he says in one day yeah I pray that we keep coming to God you may say but pastor Robert isn't that hypocritical I, I apologized a few minutes ago and now I did it again you mean I go back again and say, Lord forgive me yes yes I do yeah I do say that you mean I gotta keep humbling myself before God and apologize yes What's the meaning of that? God gives grace to the humble. That is the meaning of it. You come into this amazing grace that transforms your heart and you'll stop behaving that way and you stop stumbling in that way and you stop causing pain to others in that way. Absolutely, you will come into a transformation of your your heart. And it is a wonderful thing You may say, but Pastor Robert, why doesn't the Lord just take it away right away? Why do I have to keep humbling my heart and keep coming? I'll tell you one enormous reason. It's a work of grace to transform you. And that work of grace is so important to empower you to be gracious with others when they don't just snap into place. When people come and say, hey, what I did wasn't right. I'm sorry that you don't snap back at them and say, well, that's what you said yesterday, but you didn't change. Come on now. If the Lord has been merciful to you, then I pray that at least the same mercy he gave you, you share with another. Just like Jesus says in Luke chapter 6, verse 36, be ye merciful. Even as your heavenly Father is merciful. And then he says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. For by the same measure you meet out to others, it shall be met back to you. In other words... As you keep humbling your heart and keep humbling your heart every day, every day, God keeps filling your measure, transforming you inwardly, changing your nature and your character to become more like him. And then when others begin to draw on that reservoir that he's built up in you, they're sufficient for them to find the same grace and love that God has showed you for them. Amen. Wow. Have a good day.